What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Glenn Enos Jr. As always, alongside Matthew Souza. I'm back, baby. He's back, and Mason's not here today. But in his replacement, we have a very special guest. My dad, Glenn Enos Senior. Whoa. That's right. My dad's on the podcast today. And uh, <laughs> we're going to have him on joining me and Souza. Talk a little fancy football. Now, Dad, you're probably, besides myself, probably the only other person I know that loves fantasy football, like, to the max. That's true. That's true. First, I want to say uh, I'm honored to be on the podcast today. Appreciate you guys having me on. And, uh, yeah, I really uh, I really like it. I take it serious, and uh, to me it's fun, and I like to use all the aspects of fantasy, like the trades and the waiver wire. And to me, if you're not going to do, you know, if you're not going to do it all, why do it? Like Mason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to mention any names, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, so my dad's the reason that I'm a sorry Cowboys fan um, growing up. Obviously, my dad's a Cowboys fan. I became a Cowboys fan. But my dad's actually seen the Cowboys win something. Meanwhile, <laughs> I've gone 24 yeah. years and they haven't done shit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, good times are coming, son. Good times are coming. Yeah, we hope so. But um, we're going to do a little bit today. We're going to talk some stellar stars. We're going to talk some week three fuck of the week. We got some news for you first because Souza is back. So... Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here's the news with Sousa. That's right, welcome to the news with Sousa. See, last week it was the news without Sousa. And the week before. And the week before. Yeah, well, I'm back, and it's time to get some real news going. Well, there's not much news, unfortunately, but there's some big news. You know, you make up for quantity with quality because Antonio Brown since we've last on the podcast well he's not on an NFL team anymore and uh, who could have saw this coming I mean anyone with eyes pretty much let's see I mean think about what's happened and by the way if you've noticed I'm a little stuffed up yeah so deal with it okay so what happened <laughs> well he talked, what, he talked shit to, about his Big Ben, right? And he left the Steelers, signed by Oakland. Everything was great. Screwed up his feet. He might not play. Oh, he's running drills. Looks like he's going to play. He's going to be fine for the season. Uh, well, the helmet issue, too. His helmet. But that was, you know, we, we quelled all those demons. All right, week one's coming. You can draft him. And then he gets in an argument with his coach. He might be suspended. GM. GM, my bad. Almost Thr- punches him in the to face. punch him in the face. Now he might be suspended for a couple games. Next day he apologizes. Now it looks like everything's rosy. Then he gets released. You're like, what the hell? And then he gets signed by the Patriots. Oh my gosh. And then a rape law case comes out. <laughs> but he plays anyway. Because it's not criminal. And then he gets released again. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was an Antonio Brown tweet. Not, not Antonio Brown. Not even Tony, right? No, what? That what that guy? No, no, his release? name. His name now. Oh, it's uh, it's Tony Clown. Tony Clown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Tony Clown. I think, I think it's just a shame that a guy with so much talent is, you know, has so much issues. 
you know, off the field because I don't know. He's just dumb. He doesn't have a drug. He doesn't have a drug problem. He doesn't have a gambling problem or whatever. But he just I don't know. A mental know problem. He's got a mental problem. Mental, mental health is a serious issue. It is, and uh, and I, yeah. I think it was a tweet by him or something that alluded to he might not he might be done with the NFL. Yeah. But uh, from what I looked up, his agent says he's not retiring from the NFL. There are some teams that could still uh, grab him. So I don't know. If you have him on your bench, do you drop him? If you need somebody, I'd drop him. If you really don't need anybody, I'd hold on to him just to see what happens. But I'm getting rid of him. Uh, you don't want that poison? You know how the, you know how the NFL is. The NFL is like a fraternity. Like, look at Colin Kaepernick. You know, no one's going to sign him. So there's going to be a few teams. See, the Patriots, they can reach out and try to stagger him because they pick up all the misfits. <laughs> but, you know, if you can't... If you can't make it with Belichick, I don't know if you're going to be able to make it with any other team. Exactly. Um, no, as far as fantasy goes, if I'm in a you know regular league, single season, see, I'm in a dynasty league, and I have Antonio Brown. Okay. I'm going to hang on to him just in case there's a possible chance you know, something happens, he plays next year, whatever. You have a lot, a lot more roster spots to do that. But if it's you know, a year-to-year league, I'm, I'm dropping Antonio Brown. There's no... There's no hope for him. Yeah, he's had a lot of chances, and he keeps managing to screw them all up. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's gone. So what does that mean for the Patriots? Well, I mean, last game, we had Edelman leave the game due to a chest injury. We had Josh Gordon go off the field due to, a, I think, a finger injury when he was giving someone a stiff arm. And Giving someone I, a priest. And they're fine. And at the end of the day, they're still fine. And Philip set. Yeah. Is a name to look out for. Yeah, he's been he's been on fire. Um, I I don't I don't know how he did with Antonio Brown. He might not have done much with Antonio Brown, but all the other games he's been pretty solid. He's the guy that goes deep for this team, and uh, and that's a valuable asset to have. I mean, Patriots even when they're blowing people out, they still have their foot on the gas pedal. So you can't expect them to like run. The latest on Edelman since I have him on my team. He uh, he practiced today, so he should be okay. Yeah, white dudes be crazy. They should. Yeah, they are. That that's Sousa's motto on this show is that white dudes be crazy. Guys like Edelman, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, uh, Greg Olson, Greg Olson. Yeah, Greg Olson. I'm telling oh you. Oh my God. George Kittle is crazy. George Kittle is crazy. Um. So yeah, that's Antonio Brown news. Patriots. Anything else? Because I did hear something today. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. There's been rumors, whispers in the bushes, that uh, his holdout could be coming to an end soon. And he could return at some point in October. Could. Could. October is next week. Yeah. But it's also in three weeks. So you don't know when in October. He might not happen at all. We saw this with Le'Veon Bell. That's true. There were reports that, oh, he could be this week, and it never happened. Different scenario, contract-wise, but... Now let's say let's say Melvin Gordon does come back, you know, within three or four weeks. Are we going to get Melvin Gordon the top five running back, or are we going to get Melvin Gordon the guy who shares uh, things with Eckler and who the line really doesn't really want to block for because they're pissed off because this guy held out. You know what are we going to get? Yeah, I think not at first. You're going to like the first week that Melvin Gordon comes back. When he comes back, it's not going to be automatic RV one. They're probably going to work him back into the system, get him into football shape. You know, probably give him like 10 to 15 touches. After he gets that initial workload, though, he's got to be, I think, set it and forget it. It's Melvin Gordon. 
The past yeah. the past two or three years, he's been excellent. Besides the one year I had him, his rookie year, where he didn't sniff the end zone. But we're not going to talk about right. that. Well, what's going to be different about his attitude? Here's a guy who sat out training camp in the first, you know, four or five, six games. Is he going to come back and be like, hey, all right, guys, I'm here. Or, all right, I'm here, you know, because like, I got to be. Right? I can't speak for him. But the fact that, you know, he is showing back to the team. What's going to be different in his mindset, though, as far as the, the money and the holdout? That's the, that's the one thing is we can predict logically like how they would use a running back, but you can't. It's it's really tough to factor in the mental stuff, but you you have to. Like you said, the line might lose respect for him if he comes back in week ten, <laughs> right? right. That, that could that could add something to it. Or the coaches, the coaching staff too. They might give Eckler more time if Gordon doesn't come back till late in the season. But so I guess the earlier he comes back, the better. But I agree with Glenn that well, Glenn Jr. that. Uh, when he comes back, game one probably won't. It'll probably be like fifty-fifty. I think even Zeke had a, a light workload week one after missing training yep. camp. Um, but yeah, what, what kind of what kind of shape is he going to be in? Well, I hear he's he's definitely still working out. Um, but I think a couple weeks after a couple weeks of him playing, he'll be locked and loaded. You know, bell cow, running back. And the thing is, like, it's just. Diff- Go ahead. Is that the word of the week? Is that the word of the week? Locked and loaded. <laughs> That's Locked right. And loaded. Locked and loaded. <laughs> but um, what was I gonna say? No, I, it's different from the Lev Bell situation because, like, yeah, initially Gordon wants to get paid. He wants to do this and that, but he wants to play football. Like, he wouldn't come back. Like, he's getting fined and his salary and stuff like that. But he wouldn't come back if he didn't want to play football. You know, like, wh- wh- like why? Why wouldn't he just? Why wouldn't he just sit out the whole year? But he had to come back before, I think it was November 1st or something, in order to be eligible to be a free agent next year. He had to come back. Exactly. But the fact that that now the reports are saying that he's coming back earlier shows that, all right, he's ready to play football. He wants to be back for this team. And let's, let's go for it. Yeah. Rather, rather than waiting to the last possible second, like week 13 or week 14, just to say, I'm going to get my shit in and then I'm out of here. Screw you guys. I like your I like your cup half full attitude, but I don't I don't know. You're dealing with you're dealing with you know men, professional men. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, we didn't get to see with Le'Veon Bell what would happen if he came back late in the season. So we, we well, don't really know. Come back, there were there were Steelers that said they wouldn't block for him. Yeah. You don't know how the mindsets are for everybody. That's that's the tricky part. You can't really predict that. I think the only thing we gotta wait till is he actually comes back and plays. Yeah. To see what happens. Because you never know. Uh, you so, might not. So really, real quick, who got the better of the deal in the in the Panacho? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that quick. All right. Because um, I know Panacho would love to hear us talk about it, but we gotta lay out the trade first. Yeah, so you have the... Uh, you have the yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't want to get off script, so if that's something you're going to get to, just keep going. No, no we'll, we'll bring it up now while we're talking about Gordon. So, obviously team makeup is a factor, but the face of the trade was Andrew Pernacho trades away Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon, plus Philip Dorsett receives DeAndre Hopkins, LaShawn McCoy, and Curtis Samuel. Now, at first I was like, whoa, Panacho got DeAndre Hopkins. That's that's crazy. But when I looked at his team, I was like, whoa, he has no running backs now. Like Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler. Well, unless, like, <laughs> unless, uh, unless J.D. McCoy steps up. But will he? I mean, his age, his injury history, Damian Williams is there. Um, Darrell Williams is there. 
Yeah, they the got, they got kid, so I many weapons. They're like, they're like the Patriots. They have so many weapons, you know, that Mahomes can go to. The only thing, the only thing you could re- you would hope for is that Andy Reid has a special place in his heart for LeSean McCoy. But I don't think at his age and his injury history that he'd be able to take on a full workload. He's been fine so far, but Damian Williams missed last week. And who's to say what will happen when he comes back, which I think is this week. And uh, the only other running back he ha- Panacho has is Justin Jackson and Rashad Penny. So it's it's scary. All right, you take you take the team aspect out of it here because obviously our listeners don't know the team buildup. If if we look at both teams and if it makes a certain team better, I'm gonna say it fits more with Jake Aronson's team um, with uh, with Eckler and Melvin Gordon oh, if yeah. Gordon comes back and he has the wideouts that balance out his team. But straight up, DeAndre Hopkins. Shady McCoy and Curtis Samuel. Panacho's getting DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, I believe, is the best wide receiver in the game, even in fantasy. Still, yep. he started. Yeah, he, oh, he started. He started out. He started out a little slow. There was a few, there is a few wide receivers who are better than him at the moment, but I think on a year-long basis, he's going to be the best. Yeah. You look at the other side. So you're getting a wide receiver one, possibly top five wide receiver in the game. You look at the other side of it, the Eckler Gordon thing. Now, right now, with Gordon out, Eckler is putting up RB1 numbers. But in my mind, he's still an RB2 with RB1 upside without Gordon. If Gordon comes back, Eckler's still there. Possibly, maybe, a flex play if Gordon resumes the role he was in before. But then you got Melvin Gordon, who, like DeAndre Hopkins, is that top five guy for his position if he can put in that same workload he did in the past. Hmm. And in my aspect, I always say running backs are more valuable than wide receivers. So if Melvin Gordon can come back, be the top five running back that we've seen over the past three years. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, he's gambling. Yeah, it's a gamble, but I think Jake Anderson has the team to do it. But straight up, it's a lot of ifs. It all depends on what Melvin Gordon does. Because we know Hopkins is going to be Hopkins. You know, barring any injury. Uh, Yeah. I just thought Jake had a big win this week, and uh, he just, I don't know, broke no, up I, his team. I like it for, for Jake Aronson. I think his, he has plenty of solid wide receivers, and he needed a running back. Yeah. And now he's got a great set of running backs. Whoa. Well, Whoa. A great back. Yeah. You know, do you know who his other running back is? Devonta Freeman. Yeah. Let's no, get that out of your like, head right well, now. I said set. I meant Eckler Gordon. Yeah. Like, he has a nice backfield. That's it. Devonta Freeman sucks. You know what? I'm going to say it. I don't like yeah, Devonta Freeman. He's kind of he's kind of like Shady McCoy. They kind of like the same. Yeah, but you don't understand. Um, going into this season, Sousa thought Devonta Freeman was going to be uh, the second coming of Walter Payton. Oh my God, that's a that's a stretch. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, but I said Sousa, he could be. Sousa probably think Sousa probably thinks he's going to beat me this week too. <laughs> but oh yeah, another uh, untold storyline for this week in Week Four. In our league, my guest, Glenina Sr., is going against my permanent guest, hmm. Matt Souza. That's right. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a close one. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a who's, nail who's biter. Coming off, who's coming off a big week this week? Matt Souza's team is. I gotta keep it going. Yeah, both of you are actually. Yeah, um, that's the top two scores of last week. But you know that's one week. Yeah. I, I mean, because what'd you put up against me week one? Oh, uh, well, we don't talk about that. Oh, okay. Just checking. Is that it for the news? 
<laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's it yeah, for the movie. I, I heard, Matt, the first two weeks, you kind of, like, they had to put a mirror in front of you to see if you were still breathing. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah, yeah, Pinocchio and Glenn, both, but now we're all tied. So I was Now like, we are all was, tied, because, you know, it, it's, it's a shame that Vance McDonald only gets two touchdown weeks against me, and then nobody else in the league, so that's cool. I'm fine. And then, of course, Keenan Allen uh, apparently is a... Uh, Oh yeah, reincarnated Jerry Rice. You know, like it, it's. Oh, I'm, I'm so pissed off. I might have, actually you know what. I might have to change my mind. Oh yeah, you gonna change your mind on the Stellar Star of the Week, you son of a bitch? I might have. You gonna to. put a Keenan Allen just to rub it in my face? Well, I just gotta look at the stats again. Come on, I watch. I watch Godwin get 22 points on me on a Thursday night. Yeah, 22 is a lot less than 37. If if Keenan Allen got 22 points last week, I would have won. But that's okay. Can we, uh, Godwin, Chris, we're talking Chris Godwin. We're not talking Keenan Allen. Godwin is good. Can we take a quick moment of silence for uh, our buddy and pal, JV? Oh, my God. He, uh, whew. Uh, yeah. I feel really bad. I feel really bad because I called him. I, I texted him earlier in the day and congratulated him. I didn't know that Matt had Chicago's D. Let me, let me, lay, out, <laughs> let me lay out the storyline here for our listeners. Now, my good friend, my good buddy, Justin Vincelette, known him since we were all in kindergarten. He's in our fantasy football league. This year, he's starting out 0-2. You hate to see it, but not really. Now, he put up a good week against 2-0, Matt Amaral. Going into Monday night, he's up 19.4, I believe. Point three, yeah. 19.3. And yeah, all... I thought, he had, I thought he had one. Yeah, and all that Matt Emerald had left on Monday night was the Chicago Bears defense. Yeah, and even for them, you know, he needs 20 points. That's, yeah, that's a lot. 20 points, you know. I flick on Monday Night Football. I said, okay, I got Terry McLaurin tonight. Let's see what the Redskins can do. Redskins first drive, pick six. And, and at that moment, like, I felt it for JV. I was like, uh-oh. Like this could be, <laughs> this could be a big game for the Bears defense, and it was that whole first half they had like over like twenty five points. Yeah, I didn't even notice until like the end of the game that JV was going up against. And the then the second Bears. half, the Redskins actually wake up a little bit. They have life. They get like over two hundred something yards. They yeah. score a couple touchdowns. So now it's going back and forth. Now Matt Amaral needs twenty points to win. It's going back and forth between 21, 20, 19, 18, 20 with another turnover. This and that. Game's practically over. Case Keenum goes out on the last drive of the game. Uh, about a minute left. Yeah. Which, you know, was garbage time yards against the defense. Garbage time that, yards that against the defense. Right now, reduce points. the Bears defense is sitting at 19 points. So if the game ended there, JV would have won. Yeah. Case Keenum comes down. Clock keeps ticking. 20 seconds left. One final play. Case Keenum rolls out to his right. Looks for a receiver. Nobody's open. Takes a sack. <laughs> Takes a sack. Nine seconds left. That's crazy. That's craziness. That's craziness. You gotta let go of the ball. Even if you fling it downfield, come on. Crazy. Takes a sack. Nine seconds left. No timeouts. The clock runs out. Chicago Bears defense goes to twenty points, and Justin oh. Vincelette is now zero and three. Loses by point seven. Losing by point seven. Let's pour one out for JV right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel bad for him. <laughs> yeah, the Redskins actually had over 350 yards. Yeah, that second half they woke up and Terry. Yeah, it's pretty good. Put it in reverse. Put it in reverse, Terry. All right. <laughs> um, so yeah, that sucks for JV, but we're on to week four. But before we get to week four, we got to recap a little bit of week three first. Oh yeah. We're gonna have right now our stellar stars of the week. Brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man started. That's our sponsor. Did you know that? Did you hear it? (laughs) 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 All right. Okay, here we go. Who's going first? I'll go first. He's going first. Because my stellar star of the week, almost Keenan Allen. You're an asshole. What? Because it was only because he had 13 receptions. But it's Mike Evans, because he did better than Keenan Allen in fantasy football. When he went for eight receptions, 190 yards, and three touchdowns. Are you kidding me? That's that's elite. That's Mike Evans. That's the Mike Evans that people drafted, right? But that's not the Mike Evans people were getting No. all, all year long for the first three weeks. Let's, uh, let's actually bring up... Mike Evans' stats a little bit. They weren't good. He was on pace to be fuck of the year. Dude, I forgot whose team he was on. Um, oh, we got a, we got another guest here. Yep. Gizmo makes her, I think, third appearance on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Mike Evans, who had previously went two for 28 Yikes. against San Francisco. Gross. Four for 61 against Carolina. I'm a throw up. And then eight for 190 and three touchdowns. That's the thing. You know, Mike Evans is a good receiver. You know, I almost I wanted to trade for him like a couple weeks ago, but it's like when I watch the Bucks play, it's scary because Winston can either be great or he can absolutely suck, and that's completely links with Mike Evans and the receiving core, especially with Godwin was getting a lot of the love, and they're like, "What's up going on with Mike Evans?" I, so didn't want a part of it, but he was then big. again, these games will come. Maybe not this big, but. Big games will come, and he got 41 points in our half-point league, and that is absolutely insane. He got our league member the win. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Shout-out Chris one I bet he would have gave up one of those touchdowns to have his kick to make that field goal at the end. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Zach, yeah. The way, they, the way they lost that game to the Giants, that was bad. Oh, no, That's Mike right. Evans would have. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, he, Chris won by seven points. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo touched on at the end. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, they, the Bucks lost that game. They did. Because they uh, should have Matt Gay yeah. missed a field goal. He actually put up a good week, though, Matt Gay. Yeah. It was like a 20-yarder. Like Come on. I know. Winston did what he had to do. He got the ball down there. And now, now Daniel Jones, because of that missed kick, is looking like God. Exactly. That's crazy. But he did. Bill Parcells said, never let the game come down to a kicker. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. I mean, you saw Cody Parkey miss a huge field goal last year. It's devastating. Yeah, it is. And now Daniel Jones is being praised in all forms of media, and it makes me sick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he should have never, never won that game, and plus they beat the Bucks. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, it's the Bucks. Daniel Jones did put up a fine game, though. He did. And he is, you know, a candidate for Star Star of the Week. But I'm going in a different direction. Yeah? Because I'm a little biased. I got Mark Ingram on my team. 
And what did Mark Ingram do last week? Tell us. Mark Ingram did the damn thing. Mark Ingram goes for 16 carries, 103 yards, and three big old fat TDs. That's right. Which correlates to 33.5 fantasy points in our league. Uh, It still didn't get me the win. But it's good to see Mark Ingram is the man. He is a man. I bet bet he's happy that they're letting him keep the ball in the red zone, unlike uh, New Orleans when they used to take him out. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the thing. Like, once Mark Ingram, we got the news that he would be on the Ravens. You know, it was a good good situation for him because of how much the Ravens like to run the ball, how Lamar Jackson is as a quarterback, you know, not always relying on his arm, but also on the run game that they have. And so far through three weeks, Mark Ingram's delivered. And and then some. So you like to see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a, that, was a, that was a good pick. Thank you. It's that goal line work. But- but one and two is one and two. Jeez. All right. So two and one. Who got you to two and one this week? Who's your stellar star of the week? I'm I'm gonna keep the bias thing going and stick with my boy Greg Olson. I took a I took a lot of flag from people for drafting him and Jordan Reed. Well, Jordan Reed, we have to have a moment of silence for him. But yeah, he's one more concussion from uh, being six feet in the ground. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He's probably not going to play again, but I took a lot of flag for drafting Olsen, and uh, he's kind of coming through. Yeah, yeah, in a big way. Yeah, two touchdowns, had two touchdowns last week, and he's looking like the Greg Olsen of old. Yeah, he's probably on PEDs or something. It's only a matter of time before he gets busted. Honestly, <laughs> you're probably right. That happens. <laughs> hey, as long as they don't catch up to him till week 14. <laughs> yeah. I'll, be, I'll be happy. <laughs> Yeah, Greg Olson uh, did look like the man, especially with Kyle Allen at quarterback. Uh, I think he was probably the surprise of the week. Yeah. How well the Panthers yeah. did, yeah. you know, um, against the Cardinals. Yeah, they 38 points. Honestly, with Kyle Allen doing that, it doesn't – there's no urgence for Cam Newton to return right away. That's Granted. It. Yeah, he's not coming back this week. Arizona's defense is nothing to uh, be afraid of. So we'll see how long that lasts. They actually give up a lot of points to tight ends, so don't let this get to your head, Mr. Enos, when you go up against me this week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. What... Yeah, but he had a good game uh, when they played a week before. Um, Buccaneers on Thursday night. Yeah, he got 15 points against them. So yeah, we're, the we're, weren't you just saying, like, it's not hard to beat the Bucks though? When they faced the Rams, a good defense, he got five points. And they're at Houston, so... Can't wait for that. Thing about Houston, yeah. though, Houston's defense actually isn't all that good. Is that year. right? It's fool's gold. Fool's gold. Fool's gold. Are you sure about that? I'm positive well, about that because if if yeah, Houston's defense was that good, about, about Houston's deep. if Houston's defense was that good, Keenan Allen wouldn't have got 38 points last week. <laughs> well, yeah, well, Keenan Allen's a lead. Keenan Allen ate them all. So was Greg Olson, apparently. Yeah, I guess. Um, but no, Texans D actually hasn't been that good through three weeks uh, so far they've let up I want to say almost about 300 yards per game um, which isn't all I that mean, great they faced the Saints and the Chargers pretty offensive heavy guys and then the Jags in between trash they're not that good I think Greg Olson will do fine this week with Kyle Allen 
Yep, I think he's going to be all right. All right. So that was our Stars of the Week. Brought to you by Red of the Rumble Vibrant. What'd you say? I said, wait till Gronk comes back. Oh, oh man. I, I, okay. I didn't say this on the podcast, but I had tweeted this out. If Gronkowski returns to play NFL football this year with the New England Patriots at any point in the season, I will record an episode of Stellar Cellar under the influence of alcohol. Hard alcohol. And I will take a shot every time Mason says, um, um. <laughs> but wait, Clint, wait. Yeah, is that, you is may- that against uh, FCC, FCC regulations or something? No, this is a podcast. We do whatever the hell we want. You made a bet like this last year, and I remember you had to do a drunk podcast. I did. What was the bet? It was if I lost to Panacho in the playoffs. Oh. You want to make that bet again? I already did. I already tweeted it out. Okay. Gronk's not coming back. You got a better chance of Randy Moss coming back to play in the Patriots than Gronk. A better chance than Antonio Brown? Better, way better chance than Antonio Brown. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, before I was interrupted with our sponsors... That was Stellar Stars of the Week, brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man started. Uh, so we go from one high of the Stellar Star of the Week to one low of the Fuck of the Week. Brought to you by PB&J Lube. If you're going to get fucked, you might as well use lube. <laughs> <laughs> so this week's Fuck of the Week, we decided, yeah, has to be... The wide receiver from the Denver Broncos, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, two receptions, ten yards. Two receptions. You had, you did have him, and that was a good trade. Because he sucked last week. I had him too. Um, no, yeah, two receptions, ten yards. Um, following a twenty-point week. If you're counting on a guy like Emmanuel Sanders week in when week in and week out, it's not gonna get it done. Yeah, he uh, he was looking great. He had five for eighty six and a touchdown week one, eleven for ninety eight and a touchdown week two against the Bears, mind you. Yep. So after that game against the Bears, it's like, all right, this guy's legit, plug and play, and then he puts up two for ten. Now, I actually think the Green Bay Packers have a decent defense. They do. Better than I think people would give him credit for. They do. Um, but you know what? You hate to see that. You know, Joe Flacco is what he is. They got Jacksonville next week. Uh, we'll have to see. You know, p- wide receivers, everyone has bad games. They do. You know, we'll have to see with Manny Sanders, but you can't ignore the fact that this week he fucked you. Yeah, and he especially fucked Zach Aronson. Because yeah. in a game where Zach only lost by what, seven points? Seven points. And Emmanuel Sanders gets two? Yeah. Sucks. When he averaged like 18. Josh Jacobs got three? Oh, Josh Jacobs yeah. got three? 4.4, 4, 44 and, yards. And Derrick Henry got 11, so he was oh. one. My God. That's true. That's, yeah, you're right. That's a good trend. <laughs> um, at least for last week. Oh. But yeah. yeah, Emmanuel Sanders takes home the cake for week three's fuck of the week. Um, brought to you by PB&J Lube. If you're going to get fucked, might as well taste good. No, 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 that's not what it is. That's what I wanted it to be. That's right, that's what you wanted it to be. I, I don't do this. This, <laughs> it makes this, is, sense. this is normally Mason. 
<laughs> this is normally uh, Mason's segment. And I don't. Yeah. I got it right the first time. The second time, Susan put that slogan in my head for some reason. I didn't even do anything. Okay. You're going to get fucked up. I like it. I like it. So, all right. PB and J. What kind of stuff you guys do over there? Oh, man. I'll tell you what. I mean, well, you, you got to figure Mason, right? He, that's his segment, the fuck of the week. Because, you know, he's a two-time toilet bowl winner. Constantly gets fucked in fantasy. Yeah. So, um... Except right now. Well... Eh, it's early, but, you know, I gotta say, this Will Disley ad of his is somehow working out. And, I mean, they traded Nick Vanette, the Seahawks, which, to me, shows that they trust Disley a little more. So, uh, maybe this could continue. It's just his name. Like, it sounds gross. Will like, Disley. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm starting Will Disley this week. Yeah, it and is. And you're like, who? It's disgusting. Who the hell is that? It's gross. And it, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Hopefully it works out for Mason. But yeah, but like Calvin uh, Ridley could have been in, uh, could have been one of the guys that yeah. sucked too. Yeah, honorable mention Calvin Ridley, who uh, wow, Mason is actually not going to play him this week. He had he went one for six. He's not playing him this week. He's on his bench right now. Who's he got at flex? Christian Kirk, and he's starting DJ Shark. Oh, That's man. the move he made. Okay. Which, you know, good for him. Yeah. But you know what, you know what I'm going to love? He's starting sharp. He's, uh, he's, he's panicking now. He, did, he had a 2-0, and probably the best start he's ever had, and now he lost one game, and now he's like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I would sit um, Christian Kirk over Ridley, but... I would, too. Um, you know what I can't wait to see? What? You know, after these pretty great weeks, dominant weeks of Will Disley, there's going to be a week, probably this week, where... Disley does nothing, and Mason's going to be furious. And we're going to be like, Mason, it's yeah, like, Will Disley. What do you expect? It's Will Disley. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's it's no, happen. you're exactly right. Because when we sit together on Sunday, you know, he's all, when Will Disley does his thing, catches two touchdowns, he's like, wow, Will Disley, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then there's going to be a week where he's in a neck-and-neck game, he looks at the rest of his team, they're doing fine, and Will Disley's sitting there with like point two yep. or point three or something like that. And he's just not going to have anything. And he's going to be like, Will Disley. And we're going to be like, what would you expect? <laughs> what would you expect? Uh, playing with fire. You know, you know Russell, Russell Wilson, he'll throw to anybody. He can make a star out of Will Disley. He yeah, could. that's the thing. He's, he's trying in the right direction. We'll see. He could. And the thing is, like, we saw what he did with Jimmy Graham, that, you know, that one year in Seattle. He caught a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, Will Disley, I'm not going to say he could be that guy, but he could be that guy. Yeah. We'll see. It's early. Yeah, Maybe Mason will be a, a guru, and we don't even know it. Maybe. I'm just kidding. Probably not. Um, it's about time some luck has gone his way. Yeah, I guess, but it's more funnier that way when he's not doing anything. Yeah. I, um... <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. I didn't do my pigskin pickums this week. Oh, my. So I'm going to do them right now. And we talk about that. We can. Wait, you want to do that? You want to do sizzling hot takes first? Because I got to start the grill if we're gonna do that. Uh, you know, I I don't have a hot take off the top of my head. So what do you just want to do? See, this is the part where the pickums. The pickums. We gotta do it right now. Pick-ems. All right, let's do them right now. Uh, pigskin pickem. Let's see how it made. Ooh, okay. 
Last week, all right, so the first two weeks I started with nine points each week. Last week I got ten points, so I'm on the trend up. I don't, right. I don't know what everybody else did, if I can see that. Hold on a second. Yeah, um, I got 11. Oh, well, fuck you. I'm leading you guys by three games. You sure you guys want to keep doing this? I'm sure. What did Matos get? Was that his first week? Because he has 11 right now. Oh, good for him. Um, yeah, I'm a, yeah. Yeah, he's got 11. All right, so let's start it. Week four, we got Thursday night, tomorrow night. Philadelphia Eagles, one and two Philadelphia Eagles, by the way. And apparently, you know, uh, the roster is the problem. They don't want to play for Carson Wentz, even though this is the same roster two years ago that won the Super Bowl. But, I mean, it, it, it's okay. You know, they're... Wait, what do you Carson mean? Wentz isn't the problem. What, the fans are saying that? Yeah, it's, it's you know, because the beginning of the season they said, oh, you know, Philadelphia Eagles, you know, they got as good enough O-line as the Cowboys do. Their defense is good as the Cowboys. Yet they're 1-2, and two, and they lost to the Lions. And who did they lose to? And the Falcons on Sunday night. Was it? Yep. So, I, I don't know. I mean... Part of me... I think it's a must-win for them this Thursday. It is a must-win for them at Green Bay. They won week one, though, right? They Against the Redskins, and they had to come back down two scores. Well, you know, they had Nelson Aguilar as their wide receiver one last week. You know, no Jeffrey, no Deshaun Jackson, I think. Jeffrey's coming back this week. News. Not Deshaun Jackson, but Jeffrey's huge, you know. He's, he's a good guy to get Jeffrey, me touchdowns, Jeffrey, I think. Jeffrey's going to be playing tomorrow night? That's where he's trending, yeah. So. Oh, that's a, that is that's a big shot in the arm. Thing is, though, it's it's I'm not gonna put the blame on Carson Wentz because it's not all his fault. If Nelson Aguilar catches a pass on Sunday night, they win that game against the Falcons. Yep, yep. that's true. He dropped a few. There's a lot of drops last week against the Lions. Yeah. The O line doesn't even look like they want to protect for Carson Wentz. He's running for his life back there. So it is the team, the, the players, not Carson Wentz. But. Carson Wentz still has to produce. <laughs> but these guys aren't catching the ball. I, I mean, I don't At least know. last week, I did see some highlights of Aguilar For me, it's just, I just don't think the Eagles are as good as everyone hyped them up to be when the season started. I think they'll bounce I'd like back. Them, I'd like to see them beat the Packers, though. See, I wouldn't. Yeah, I think they'll bounce back, but I picked the Packers to win this week. I'm going to pick the Packers, too, because the Packers, they, like you said earlier... Have a legitimate defense through three games so far. Could be the teams that they've been playing, but I think that defense is pretty good. Yeah. And for a team that's struggling like Philadelphia this week, you know, people coming back from injury, coming off two straight losses, it's a must-win for Philly, but it's also in Green Bay. Yeah. The frozen, not-so-frozen tundra. I just don't want Green Bay being 4-0 with 10 days off, then coming into Dallas. No, yeah, I mean, for the Cowboys' sake, yeah, Green Bay losing cool, but for the Cowboys' sake, also Philly losing and being 1-3 is even better. Eh, I don't worry about Philly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I originally did pick the Eagles, but I changed my pick today to the Packers. I like their defense. You know, Rodgers, he hasn't been spectacular at all, but they're 3-0. and He's doing what needs to be done. Yeah, and they're finding somewhat of a balance in their offense between the run game and Aaron Rodgers. Like, Aaron Rodgers doesn't yeah. have to go out of his way to be spectacular Aaron Rodgers when you got Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams back there doing their thing. 
Yeah, and um, the Eagles' D is nothing spectacular either. I mean, the Redskins gave them a run for their money week one. Exactly. Case Keenum. Terry. Terry, put it in reverse. Um, I'm picking the Packers. Me too. You don't bet against Aaron Rodgers at home. Yeah, I think the Packers are going to win, but I just don't like them. Right. <laughs> uh, moving on to Sunday. The 1 o'clock game start, and we got the Tennessee Titans at 1-2 and two, traveling to Hotlanta to face the Falcons, also at 1-2. and two. Now, Tennessee last week on Thursday night in the rain, kind of a sad performance against the 0-2 Jaguars. Can they bounce yeah. back? I thought they could. I originally picked them, yeah, too. Yeah, that game, that game was in the rain. It was nasty. It was a, there was a thunderstorm. Yeah, the Jaguars played in the rain, too. Even playing field. That's why there wasn't much scoring. Oh, I thought you were defending the Titans. No, I'm just saying it was a, it was a, it was a washout kind of. That's why it was a tight game. But Jacksonville, Jacksonville had to win because they didn't want to go 0-3. Yeah, I, I originally picked the Titans to win. But again, today I changed my pick again but to the Falcons. Week, but this week, but this week inside the dome, I know Atlanta is a different animal. But I don't want to say it again because I'm be, sound biased. But Derrick Henry's going to go off on them. Yeah, I know you told me about that yesterday. Yeah, I don't know, man. I say despite Derrick Henry and his efforts, I got to pick the Falcons at home because I, I, it's going to be tough for them if they go one and three in that division. Yeah. That- the Titans' offense is just well, Mariota is just bad, and you know every time I th- I see the Falcons game when I go to pick a winner, I think of I, I think of the paper, the paper team, like like who who's on, like who's on their team, yeah, like, exactly. what their team looks, the like, team on looks like on paper. Like Thank yeah. you, Glenn. And it's like oh, the Falcons should be my pick every time, but then you realize these guys choke a lot. Yeah, like, they lose games that they really shouldn't be losing, and you just wonder like what's happening. That's why I was so surprised they actually pulled off that Sunday night game against Philly. Cause like, yeah. yeah, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan's not that good. No, he's not. Yeah, that's why I picked the Titans originally. But I, I thought, you know, I don't believe in Mariota. Falcons are at home. Let's give it to the Falcons. But Matt Ryan's going to be good enough this week, I think, at home to beat yeah, Tennessee. he's good at home. He's good at home in the Dome. And Julio's, been, Julio's having a good year. Julio's been hot, and you like to yeah. see it. Yeah, four touchdowns, I think, yep. three games. Yep. Uh, the biggest knock on Julio is not getting in the end zone. And he's getting in the end zone. Yep. So what you going to say now? Nothing. No knocks. No knocks on Julio. Uh, I'm picking the Falcons. And then we got the three. Yeah, I, picked the, I picked the Falcons, too. You picked Falcons, too? Yeah. All right. Yep. Um, okay. Now, realistically, this looks like a good game. Yeah. We got the New England Patriots, 3-0, and against the also undefeated Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Same division. Same division. It's huge game. Division rivals. Winner gets the leads the East. Winner AFC leads East. the East. But unless they tie. Unless they tie. Then they both lead. Yeah. But here's the thing. <laughs> New England's three and is a lot different than Buffalo's three and It's a lot different. Alright, I'll I'll one thing for the Patriots say you look at the teams they face. A struggling Steelers team in week one. But a dominant victory. The Miami Dolphins, who probably could be replaced with the Alabama Crimson Tide, and nobody would bat an eye. (laughs) And last week, the New York Jets with Marshall Falk, a quarterback. (laughs) I heard that, yeah. So Yeah, it's true. But they've just looked 
like they've picked right up from where they left off in the Super Bowl. As far as the defensive standpoint, they've been great. Offense yeah. has been there too. You had Antonio Brown for one week. They don't need Antonio Brown. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they obviously can win those games easy, but you got to think about the points they let up and the lack thereof. Like, yeah. their defense looks amazing. It does. Look good. And, you know, the Bills' defense is, is solid too, but it's just going to come down to who has a better offense, and it's the Patriots. And on the flip side, you look at Buffalo Bills and their three wins. It's close. One point victory against the Jets in week one. Last week against Cincinnati, they squeaked out a win in the final minutes. Yeah. Uh, who they beat week two? Uh, man, I don't know. Who did the Bills play in week two? The Giants. Beat them 28-14. The Giants. Okay, the Eli Manning last game starting Giants. Yep. Yep. So. I think the only chance that the Bills have... Is if they, I mean, they can't turn the ball over. They got to play a flawless game, and they got to keep Brady off the field. They got to have drives. They got to, they got to uh, have the ball longer than the Patriots do. Because if Brady yeah. gets to come on the field, they'll eat them up. They're gonna have to try to figure out the Patriots' defense somehow and have some sustained drives. That comes down to defense too. It's you, like get force some three and that, outs. Other than that, other than that, I'm going. I'm picking the Patriots. Yeah, I'm going Pats here too. History shows it that. The Bills usually have these 3-0 starts, and then as soon as they run into the Patriots, it ends, and their season just slowly dwindles down. Either they, you know, sometimes squeak out a wild card spot, or they just finish mediocre and miss the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, I'll be, I'll be rooting for the Bills, but I'm picking I'll pick the Patriots. I'm picking the Patriots as well. Patriots. You, my friend, are a Josh Allen owner. I am. How you feel about him this week against New England? I don't like yeah, it. Why, why aren't you starting him this week, Maddie? The Pats D, you know, Bill's going to make Josh Allen squirm and squeal. So I, I'm, I'm starting Jacoby Brissett because he's been he's been pretty solid. Well, wait a second, Susan. All right, listen. Do you hashtag believe in Brissett? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah, you do. You're damn right and you do. I, especially at home against the Raiders. I, I like Jacoby Brissett over Josh Allen against the Patriots. So I know. Against, against, against Oakland, I'd probably do the same thing. Right. Yeah. I hope it works out for you because, you know, Jacoby Brissett, we got that bet. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Father, but myself and my counterpart right here made a bet on uh, two former Patriots quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett. I said that Jimmy uh, Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't be as good as Jacoby Brissett this year in fantasy, and he said the opposite. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think uh, I think Brissett is good. If Brissett stays healthy, he'll have a better year than Garoppolo. Maybe. I mean, there was a reason I was able to pick up Brissett and not Garoppolo. Garoppolo was already owned. I no, but better. I, I drafted Garoppolo. I drafted Garoppolo and I dropped him. He's trash. Yeah, Garoppolo hasn't been looking great. While Brissett has. So. Yes, but Forty Nineers are three and zero too. Yeah, they are. So they get the job done. All right, we're all in the Patriots. I'm checking them off here. Yep. And then we got the underachieving, overhyped. Way overhyped. Cleveland Browns heading to Baltimore to face their division rival, the Baltimore Ravens. What do we think? It's like putting lipstick on a pig. What? <laughs> what does that mean? Ravens. Ravens all the way. I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I would ignore that statement too, because I, mean, 
Lipstick on a pig. It's like when you're trying to make something bad look good. Oh. Like, that's the Browns. You know, oh. they tried. They really did. And it looked good. They fooled us. But, man, they're just not a good team. Here's the thing. I believe in the Browns. I believe in the Browns, but they're just not clicking yet. And they're not going to continue to click this week against the Ravens. But down the road, probably by like week five or six, they'll get it going. They'll turn it around. They'll make a late playoff push. Um, but right now, in this moment, the Browns just aren't good. Their defense isn't bad, but Baker, man, he's struggling. That's where it is, is Baker. I mean, Nick Chubb's been very good. Odell Beckham still has his games. But it's Baker. He, he always He's always rolling out to the same side. And it's just... Yeah. It's always the same. Gotta, it just looks like he's struggling. He's got to stay in the pocket. He's got to stay in the pocket a little more. But at the same uh, granted, time. Granted, Aaron Donald was chasing him this week, but he's got to stay in there. Yeah, and I think I think part of that also plays into the offensive line not being that good for Baker. That, that's what it is. The dude can't doesn't have time. He doesn't have enough time to stay in the pocket and, and force him to roll out. Make uh, you know awful throws out of bounds. I, I feel like every time, every other play. I watched Baker throw the ball. He's rolling out, chucking it out of bounds, incompletion, third and long. Punt. Yep. Punt. That, that's basically what it is. Um, I'm well, going... A couple of times, even Chris Collinsworth was saying he should stay, just stay in the pocket. Yeah. He's I rolling out way before he thought he should have. And that's the thing. I think with the, with the bad O-line, he's kind of seeing ghosts. I think he's you know thinking that he's getting pressured worse than he actually is. Especially when you know you got Aaron Donald across from you last week. You know, you want to yeah. get out of there. Um, I'm picking Baltimore at home because right now Lamar Jackson uh, looks good, and that Ravens team looks good. Yeah, they're 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 hot. Ravens. Yeah, look that's good. an easy one. But Baltimore Baltimore must be favored by about at least seven or so. Probably. Um, so we're all in Baltimore. We're all picking pretty much the same here so far. Yes. Um, but maybe this next one, Susan. <laughs> no, it won't. I can I can convince you to go with your gut and your team, and pick your Lions. Against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep, the undefeated Lions. Undefeated with an asterisk. No. No. They tie. Not a loss. Look at that L column. It's zero, just like the Chiefs. I guess so. (laughs) That that, that game's in Detroit, right? Yeah, it It is is in Detroit. The Kansas City Chiefs, 3-0. Battle of two undefeated teams. Yeah. In Detroit? It's the Chiefs, man. So what, what are you saying? You're not picking the Lions? No, I'm not picking the Lions. Oh, okay. I just want to hear you say it. I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb and pick the Lions. <laughs> See that? A guy. Hey, here we go. Throws out a gut pick for yeah, your Matt team. Matt Stafford plays to, to like the competition. He can step up and play a, good, you know, a really good game. And if the game starts to get to be a shootout, Matt Stafford, I think, can hang with the... Uh, can hang with Patty Mahomes. Or... And the Lions, 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 Lions defensive backs are good. That's the strong part of their defense. So you're saying he could hang with Mahomes in a shootout. Or yep. he could shit his pants. Like he's also yeah, done he in the went, past. Yeah. He ain't gonna shit his pants. That's the I'm thing. I agree. He There are weeks where the Lions put up 40 points. And you're like, holy shit. Like these guys are keeping up with whatever team that's... Uh, rolling points on them, but he then does, you also does, see. Stafford like plays to the competition. But you also see plenty of games where the Lions just don't move the ball. 
There's, yeah, but there's, there's plenty of games where he doesn't do anything. Probably more games. And it's, Yeah, I think that's, it, there's more games where Matt Stafford's just like, wow, this guy sucks. Yeah. Then there is games where like, wow, he's yeah, good. There's a, you can, there's a couple games a year where Stafford will be like, we'll surprise you. You think this is going to be one of them? No. I'm sticking, well, I'm sticking with the Lions. I'm going with the Lions on this one. It could be because the Chiefs' D is not good, but like, I don't think it's going to be a one-score game. Yeah. Remember how I said you don't bet against Aaron Rodgers at home? Well now you don't get you don't bet against Pat Mahomes ever. I'm I'm picking Chiefs. Ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah, I'll bet on him I'll bet on him when he goes to New England later on in the season. That's right. <laughs> That'll be a good game. That'll probably be New England's first toughest test. Actually no Dallas. Hey. But uh Alright. We got the Raiders! Going to Indianapolis to face the Colts. Jacoby Brissett's Colts. Raiders uh, dropping to the Vikings in horrible fashion last week. They looked awful. But Darren Waller looked good. He looked amazing. 13 receptions? Are you kidding me? Crazy. I love it. I mean, I'd say I'm mad about it, but I got Kelsey, so I can't really complain. That's right. Um, Raiders at the Colts. Let's hope Waller doesn't have a good game this week. Yeah, that's a good point. Nah, he'll be good. I hope. Raiders at the Colts. Uh, it's weird because the Raiders, like, some parts, they look kind of good. And you have hope for them. Like, you know, they did against the Broncos. They did in the first half against the well, first quarter against the Chiefs. Yeah. And then last week, they, you know, they just sucked. But I, I don't know. They, I don't know. I don't know if they can get it together against the Colts. I think the Colts have a good enough defense at home. Jacoby Brissett will do enough to get the win. You know, there is a factor where T.Y. Hilton might not play. He's, it's still up in the air, I believe. It's something with his leg, his quad maybe. Um, he's, it's, I think he's day-to-day right now. It's possible he could miss. So, Think it, think it matters? Um, for a win standpoint, yeah, I do. Hmm. Especially for fantasies, as I'm starting Jacoby Brissett. That would definitely hurt. Because he's actually been providing T.Y. Hilton with good weeks. Yeah, so was, that's probably one of the biggest surprises this year is uh, T.Y. Hilton um, and how he's able to produce with Brissett. Yeah, he's, really putting up, he's putting up numbers that he did with Luck and might be even better than what he did with Luck. Right. But So if he plays, I mean, I picked the Colts. And I'm probably going to stick with that even if he doesn't. But yeah, probably, I'll pick the Colts. Yeah. I'll pick the Colts hoping that uh, Jacoby Brissett goes out with a hamstring in the first quarter. Nice. Yep. Nice. We we don't we don't no, no, we don't no, we don't promote. <laughs> I, don't want I don't want a guy to get hurt. Yeah. I was just gonna say we don't promote injury on this podcast. That's strike one. <laughs> no, you just <laughs> you just want guys to lick anal lube. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It's not just any anal lube. It's PB and J lube. Right. <laughs> All right, and then we got the Chargers. Oh man! Against the Dolphins, and this might be. This might get ugly. Yeah. Chargers are going to be furious after being one and two, um, and they they got to take it out on somebody. And then the Dolphins are just that kid, nerdy kid against the locker. And one and two. Wow. They they you know what are they going to do? What are the Dolphins going to do to compete in this game with the Chargers? They could not show up. They could force Chargers them. D. Chargers D. Chargers oh, yeah. D. He's got them. I know you had them. Yeah, week one. Yeah. I wasn't going to save them for fucking week four. It's not like they've been nasty. Yeah. 
I'm not going to draft him to specifically play him against the Dolphins in three weeks, four weeks. You drafted him. Hey, it's a lucky hey, matchup. Hey, hey Matt, Matt, let me ask you a question. How long How long you been in this league? Too long. <laughs> Seven years. Seven years. Or and, since uh, the beginning. How's, how's your strategies working out for you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Seven years. That's like almost as long as ago as your first championship. Oh! What? Say it again. What's the, the key word in there is championship, my friend. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I was. I drafted Peyton Man again, Tom Brady with my first two picks. So I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't even count. <laughs> that doesn't even I've count. Even, I've even been. I've even been in three of them. You haven't even been in one, have you? No, what? no, I haven't. I love oh, okay. it. You got so lucky. I can't believe. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, though. No, I mean, whatever you think gonna work for you, keep doing it. But <laughs> you got to the championship with trash the last time you were there. When Paracho beat hey. you, that was crazy. Yeah, Kenneth hey, Dixon or something. Works. Whatever works. Yeah, well, yeah, the Chargers deal will be good this week, but, you know, it is what it is. I hope they will. If you're going up against Keaton Allen, though, I pray for you. I guarantee, I guarantee Keenan Allen does not put up 37.1 <laughs> like he did last week. Yeah, that's a tough feat to, to top off. Oh, against, against the Dolphins? Yeah, against the Dolphins. Because the game's probably going to be over at halftime, and they're not going to use him anymore. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if he doesn't play. And another key part that I'm leaving out, he's not going up against me. <laughs> Are you saying you're being screwed over? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Because the thing is, I have a good team. I've been putting up over 110 points every week. Every week. And I'm getting screwed. I just, uh, I forgot a big piece of news. Um, and it, it ties into the league's curse. Yes! Saquon Barkley, high ankle sprain, out for four to six weeks. How did we forget that? I don't know. How did you forget? You're off the news. Me? I don't have my was computer. He on, was he on Madden? No. No, no. It's our league. He was the first pick in our league. It's the curse, man. The first pick in our league, man. Every year something's wrong. And I thought it was all gas, but now I'm believing it. It, uh, It's it's a truth, man. It's the truth. So he's out for, what would we say, several weeks? Like four to six weeks? At least four. It's like four to six or four to eight. I think it's four to six. So in the meantime, Wayne Gallman takes the job. Yeah, we'll see what the Giants do. Um, We'll talk about the Jay Ajayi, too. Yeah, he's out there. I actually added him. I saw just that. Just in case. Pathetic. I dropped Bellage. He's nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's I true. I learned that fast. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even worth it. Um, no, it's Glenn, not. Was trying to use, Glenn was trying to use that guy as trade bait. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> hey. Hey, we're going to trade him. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> that's not what I want. Yeah, that's not what I want. <laughs> yeah, well... Oh, you traded him. You traded him to Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in I got the, in the Waller deal. Yeah, I needed the tight end. I just wanted a running back because I was giving up a running back. No, that's true. I, I did the same thing with Henry. I just took another guy. What I took? Oh yeah, G. Bernard. Yeah. yeah, but you can't laugh at me for picking up JJ when he has Gronk on his bench. That's true. I mean, come on. What are, <laughs> what are we doing here? No, heck no. Hey, JJ, JJ, you know he could do something. That wasn't a bad pick, Maddie. Yeah, you could know. do something four years ago. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so the Dolphins are losing this game. Yeah, Dolphins, uh, no. No, if you pick the Dolphins, you probably have the same brain as Antonio Brown. Or Jordan Reed. Or Jordan Reed. That's, that's rough. Or Wes Welker. Uh, Chris Benoit. I was just going to say that. <laughs> uh, come on, you got you to gotta give us some credit because most of us are still working. Antonio Brown's not. That's true. <laughs> um, Chargers, all the way. Yeah. Chargers. Washington Redskins. With Chargers D dropping about 27 points. Oh, it's rough. You heard it here first. Yeah, Chargers D is going to get 27. Dark Henry is going to get three touchdowns. That's what I've been told so far. That's it, man. <laughs> you heard it here first. But next, we got the Washington Redskins, who are winless. Uh, 0-3 after that uh, terrible loss on Monday night. Heading to the new New York Giants. Yeah. With Daniel Jones. Let me ask you one question. Daniel Jones, is it for real or is it gas? <sighs> I think it's too close to call. That's not what I asked. I mean, the kid's, a, the kid's a good athlete. Don't get me wrong. The kid's a good athlete. He can throw. He can run. But, you know, he's new. And he hasn't really played anybody. They're going to... He doesn't recognize defense. It's a good thing Eli's helping him out, but there's going to be things he's not going to be. He's not going to know. Yeah, I mean, like you said, the defenses. Redskins don't have much of a defense either, so he could pull it off. But like you said, he, he's still a rookie. Is he for real or is he gas? It's I I can't be expected to answer that. He had one game. It's too soon to tell. Thank you. Too soon. That's not my. You guys aren't answering my question. It can't be answered, Glenn. Right now. You can't answer that. You can't answer that after one game. Come I, on. I want. He what if he had lost? What if they had, the kid had won, kicked the field goal <laughs> and won and he had lost? They would have said, okay, he's good, but he's 0-1. I'm just asking after one week. Do you think he can be for real or do you think it's all gas? If I had to lean one way, I'd say gas. Okay. Gas. I, that's what I wanted to okay. hear. What did you say? If I no, if I had to answer after one week, the kid showed you know he showed some stuff. He has got a good arm and he can run. I say he's for real. If, if I only got to base it on one week, right. yeah. Although I am picking the Giants to win. Are you? Yeah. I might reconsider. Yeah, I'm picking. The, but... I'm picking the Giants too. Giants at home. Give me Danny Dimes. Yeah, it's, it's the home field advantage. Washington secondary, well, secondary. Washington secondary is looking weak, man. Josh Norman, he got beat. He got beat a lot. Josh Norman yeah. was uh, by Tyler Gabriel. Taylor. Taylor, sorry. Yeah. Um, Josh Norman, nothing but a flash Taylor in the Gabriel pan. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I, I can also see the picture where you know Daniel Jones had a great game, put up points. Everyone loves him. And then he shows us what he really is, and he's dog shit. Case Keenum's serviceable. He could pull it off. Bigger question. Is this the week we see Dwayne Haskins play football? Oh. No. Well, that's a big question. I don't think so. And you know why? Why? Because the Redskins are going to win this game. I'm what? changing my you pick. You just said he picked the Giants. I'm changing my pick. Red, oh. The Redskins are going to win. They're going to do it. Oh man, here's what's gonna happen. Man, you sound like you sound like a politician on a, on a voting day. Yeah, here's what's gonna happen. 
Giants are going to start out. Danny Dimes is going to sling a couple touchdowns. Maybe one to Sterling Shepard. Danny Dimes. Maybe one to Evan Ingram. And then Case Keenum is going to shit his pants. They're going to be down early, down big. Jay Gruden's going to be having that stupid look that he always has on the sideline. And just say, all right, Dwayne, you're up. Dwayne Haskins going to come in. He's going to do his thing. Who's the, who's the backup running back, Goldman? Goldman. But I'm not talking about Goldman. I'm talking about Dwayne Haskins. He's going to come in for Case Keenum. And he's going to get them a win. What? I'm picking the Redskins too. Well, I don't see him coming in unless Keenum gets hurt. No, he's coming in because Keenum is going to have probably like two turnovers within like the first ten minutes of the game. I don't, I don't think he's coming in. And if he does, not, I don't think he'd get him a win. Not unless, not unless he gets hurt. Are you pray? Are you hoping for injuries again? <laughs> no, I'm saying that's like two. Uh, Haskins not gonna come in unless Keenum gets hurt. No, nope. he's not gonna like just replace him. He's gonna replace him when he sucks, and the Giants go up uh, by at least two scores. Damn. It won't be Sunday. It's gonna be this Sunday, baby. Redskins are zero three. They need change. This is the guy you drafted, Dwayne Haskins, to be your quarterback. Let's get him in the game because Case Keenum ain't doing the job. Yeah, but he's not the guy you're paying. You're paying Case Keenum. Breaking news. The holdout is ending. Chargers' Melvin Gordon is, in fact, reporting to the team tomorrow. He won't play this week, but he's planning to be back in the fold of his teammates. Uh-oh. Paracho just traded him away. That's making Jake Garrison's trade look a little better. Yes, it certainly is. But yeah, Melvin Gordon. He's uh Wow, breaking news on the pod. Of course when people listen to this, it, yeah, it'll, it'll be old news. <laughs> it'll be old news, but Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Melvin Gordon, welcome back. Yeah. But I, w- I wonder though. Is it gonna be that welcome? It's I think it's early enough. That's what I said. They'll get over it. It's, yeah, they'll get over it. Is he gonna be Melvin Gordon, you know, top ten running back? Or is he gonna be Melvin Gordon, part-time guy, sharing a load, just disgruntled. And the thing is, like, you can't even base it, like, his return on the team's success because they're literally in the same spot they were last year as far as running yards per game, passing yards per game, and record. They started off 1-2 and two last year, and then they just rattled off a bunch of wins and became that, uh, would they go, 11-5 and five last year? And you're gonna yeah. and you're gonna totally dis Eckler, a guy who's been there through training camp and the whole thing, you know. But you're gonna totally diss him. I'm not gonna diss him. He's still gonna be a part of the offense like he was last year. But Melvin Gordon, well, after you know he gets his feet wet, gets back in the groove, is at practice every week, plays a game where he gets that that one game that ne- that game next week where he gets you know ten to fifteen touches and they limit his workload. They're gonna put him right back into the fold. But I got a question. Let me hear it. Is Melvin Gordon, I'm sorry, is Austin Eckler as good as Melvin Gordon? No. So, would it be fair to say that Melvin Gordon would do even better if he was playing than Austin Eckler this year? What do you mean? Austin Eckler's been on fire. Would Melvin Gordon have done even better? I don't know. I think Austin Eckler's a better uh, pass uh, catcher than, than Gordon. Yeah, because you're saying they have the same, you know, RB stats, but it's like, that's fair if they're the same type of guy, but I feel like, you know, Melvin Gordon is better than Eckler, and maybe they would have had even better stats. They could have. And have uh, a couple, uh, another win or two. They could have brought, I'm saying as far as from, like, where they were this year from last year, they literally at the same spot where last year they had Gordon and Eckler, and this year with Eckler and Jackson, 
Literally the same numbers. So, don't know. Don't know. We won't know. We won't know, but we do know that Gordon is back. And that, that's that's good news. And if you just traded him, sucks. Yeah. Hate to see it. Hate to see <laughs> I know. that. Especially if you held on to him this long. Yeah. Like the same day, too. Yeah. Within hours. Although he's not playing this week. No, he's not. And if he, if he, he doesn't even confirm that he'll play next week. No. You know, he's got to get involved. And, and, and my bet with Panacho is on the line. Well, when's the week he's supposed to come back by? He bet that he'd be back by week five. So he is back. But is he playing? He's going to play next week. If he's back and they're announcing that he's going to return to the team. You think so? It'll be like AB. I got to look back at our text to figure out exactly how we laid it out. Nice. See if I can get a loophole. Nice. But anyway. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, uh, that was breaking news. Uh, Go back to our picks here. Um, Yeah, I picked the Redskins. Dwayne Haskins coming in. Susan Uh, Susan picked the Redskins too, right? Yeah, I did. And you're picking the Giants? I picked picked the Giants, yo. All right. Moving on, we got Kyle Allen heading down to the Big 8, Houston, to face the Texans, who are 2-1 coming off a big win. Against the Chargers. Um, give me the Texans. I like Kyle Allen. I like the <laughs> Panthers with him so far. Granted, they faced Arizona. But he looks comfortable. And he looked comfortable last year when he stepped in and filled in for Cam Newton. Um, but I just think the Texans are a better team. I think Deshaun Watson yeah. gets it done. Hopkins and company. And they get a win at home. I agree. Yep, I have to go with Houston, too, at home. But I think it's going to be closer to the game than people think. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers losing a game off the foot of Matt Gay are now heading into the NFC champion Los Angeles Rams house in the Coliseum. And I'm going to go with the Rams. Uh, Yeah, me too. Yeah, Rams D's playing pretty good right now. You know I'm not starting them this week. But uh, I think Rams will shut, shut them down. You want me to answer? No. Um, yeah, so we're all on the Rams. Seattle Seahawks are 2-1 after losing their first game against Teddy Tapwater Saints. Um, Don't disrespect. I'm going a little bit. Because the defense stepped up in that. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater did what he had to do to secure the lead. And, you know, hold off a late Russell Wilson yep. effort. Um, but, no, Seahawks going into Arizona. Can Kyler Murray get his first win against Seattle? No. No. He can't. Well, I don't think so. I think Russell Wilson's too much for them. Yep. I'm going Seahawks. Hopefully Chris Carson won't fumble. Um, now I saw a stat last. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully they'll shut down Chris Carson. <laughs> oh my God! So now the two and one Minnesota Vikings are facing the two and one Chicago Bears, an NFC North matchup. I saw I saw a stat after Week Three that the NFC North is undefeated against everybody in the league besides the NFC North. So like any out of division games that they've played. They've won. That's the Lions, Packers, Vikings, and Bears. When they haven't played their own division, 
They've beaten the rest of the NFL. Who? What are you talking about? You understand? The whole division? Yeah. Is undefeated outside of the division? Yes. Oh, right now? Right now. Oh, okay. You made it sound like an history. Like, that doesn't hey, make remember, sense. Remember, remember I picked the Lions. That's true. He did pick the Lions for a reason. But this is an interdivision matchup, which means someone has to lose. Or tie. Or tie. Um, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings headed down to Mitch Trubisky and the Bears in Chicago. Dalvin Cook looks good. Yeah. But the Bears' defense also looks good. Yeah. Something's got to give. But uh, Mitch Trubisky is shaky. Sucks. But so is Kirk Cousins. So, what yeah. do you value more, a good running game or a good defense? I'll go with the, I'll go with the Bears because they're at home. If it was at Minnesota, I would have Minnesota. Defense. Dalvin Cook gets bottled up this week, and you heard it here first. Yeah, the Bears. Give me the Bears. Minshew Mania. Uh, Minshew Mania is taking over Jacksonville as the 1-2 and two Jaguars head down or head west. To the Denver Broncos in Mile High Stadium. Broncos are 0-3. Yeah. Can they get a win against Jacksonville at home? No. They're going to do it. I'm picking the Broncos. Um, they lost two weeks ago against the Bears. They shouldn't have lost. That was a tough game. They had that game. I believe in Minshew. They're going to win this game. You're an asshole. I believe in <laughs> Daniel Jones more than I believe hey, Matt. in Minshew. Matt. Yep. If uh, if Jacksonville doesn't win this week, you gotta grow a mustache. <laughs> like like Gardner Minshew. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. You wanna do that? You wanna do that? Will you will your girlfriend let you? <laughs> I no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I look like a fool. So what? Tell me your girlfriend will be like, take that dirt off your lip. Well, yeah, probably look like a pedophile. I think you can pull it off. I don't know, man. Hey, who says you don't look like one now? What the hell? What is this? This is this is the week to week roast, man. You guys are going head to head this week. Yeah, you're right. I know, I know. Hey, now, you, you know I love you, man. I've known you since you were what five. Yeah. Oh yeah. We have. We that have was history. back. That was back when he was a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was the only black guy at the playground with a white kid. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, you don't believe in the Jaguars. So, no, I don't believe in Minshew Mania. It cost you last week when I picked the Jags and you didn't. Yeah, it was raining. <laughs> Here we go. Um, no, give me the Broncos at home. I mean, they can't go 0 4. Of course they can. No, they can't. Come on. Flacco can go 0 4. Believe. I'm going. I'm going with the Broncos and Philip Lindsay to drop three TDs. <laughs> oh my God! At this, if everything you say comes true, you're gonna have like 250 points. Jeez, Derrick Henry, Philip Lindsay, no, both getting three touchdowns. If everything, if everything, if everything comes true, like I say, you'll be like Mason taking a shower at four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, he does that, doesn't he? All right, so we're taking the Broncos. You're taking the Jaguars? Yes, I am. It's All official. Right. Um, then we move on to Sunday night. Do, 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 do
as. I think I think my Cowboys would have beat them even if they had Breeze. So I'm still going with the Cowboys. Yeah, but here's the thing: they don't have Breeze. They got Teddy Tapwater. I know, but um, even if they had had Breeze, I think we would have went in there and beat them. So I'm sticking with the boys. You know where I stand, Sousa. I rarely pick against the Cowboys. Uh, they're going to win this week. This is a big week. Going into New Orleans, you're facing, you know, not the Saints team that you thought you were going to face, but you can't let it distract you. You're 3-0. Yeah. and You want to get to 4-0. and Most likely, the Packers are going to be 4-0, and and then you're going to face them next week in Dallas. Got to win this game if you're the Cowboys. This is the first kind of real competition they've had in the month of September. On the biggest stage, Sunday night. What do you say? You give me a look like I'm going to be disappointed in your answer here. No, I am going with the Cowboys. Good. I have, right. it, I have it down. How do you think Kamara's going to do? We got a good team. <sighs> your dad thinks he's going he's to be bottled up. And, uh, <laughs> now I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Hey, I'll tell you what. We'll tackle better than Seattle did. Isn't he, uh, aren't they Cowboys on the road? Yeah. I mean, Kamara, he catches the balls. That, that's his biggest threat, you know. I'm sure you might be able to stop a run game, but if you get him in space, which I'm sure they're going to try to do, I think you'll be all right. I'm a little nervous, though. I um, I was watching a thing earlier today on SportsCenter. They were talking about the game, Cowboys-Saints. Um, defensive backs coach um, for the Cowboys was talking about Alvin Kamara. And how they said, if the Saints are going to treat him like a wide receiver, why shouldn't we? So they could throw a defensive back at Kamara instead of having the matchup with the linebacker like most teams do. I'm not saying it's going to matter any different because Kamara's Kamara. Yeah, yeah. A linebacker can't cover him. No. But um, it's something to look forward to. And the Cowboys in Dallas last year probably played the best defense against the Saints all season. On that yeah, Thursday don't night game. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. The Saints are coming off a big win. They're going to be at home, and they're going to remember last year against Dallas. They're just going to be fired up. But I think the Cowboys are just a better team. I think so too. And especially without Drew Brees, if it has to come to the arm of Dak Prescott against the arm of Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, I'm I'm going. I'm rolling with Dak. Yeah. Dak's got, Dak's got some weapons, and you'll see, if the game's tight, you'll see Zeke. We'll wear him out. We'll wear him out with Zeke. By the fourth quarter, they'll be tired. Yeah. I'm saying Cowboys, Sunday yeah. night. Yeah, the Cowboys, if I if I may, are locked and loaded. So, <laughs> why, why should I bet against them when, when they're going up against Teddy Tapwater? That's right. Yep. We're on the Cowboys. And then Monday night, what a matchup we got here. The uh, most anticipated QB matchup of Andy Dalton against Mason Rudolph. Oh, because that's time. that's what they were thinking when they made the schedule on yeah. Monday night. Give me Mason Rudolph. <laughs> Both teams are zero three. Bengals Steelers. Steelers are at home. Give me the Steelers. Although the Bengals, I mean, like they put up fights in their games, they just can't get it done. Um, I believe in Mason Rudolph this week at home. Getting more familiar with his offense. Look to see maybe more Juju. More Vance if he's healthy. I know he was banged up a little bit last week. And let's hopefully see James Conner get going. Yeah, I'm not optimistic about James Conner. But I 
and even less optimistic about the Bengals. So I'm picking the Steelers too, mostly because uh, they're at home. But yeah, I think I'd rather have Mason Rudolph than Andy Dalton, which is sad. The number, the the number one passer in the league right now is uh, Patty Mahomes, right? Yeah, number two is Andy Dalton. <laughs> he's got a le- yeah, he's got eleven hundred ninety-five yards. Andy Dalton has nine hundred seventy-eight. Couple deep balls. He's letting him fly, and I think he's got more experience than the kid from Pittsburgh. And, yeah. Um, so you picking the Bengals? I just think I'm picking the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I'm, pick- I'm hoping the Bengals are gonna put up some. I'm hoping the Bengals are gonna put up some numbers on them. Because somebody, somebody I know has got Steelers D. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm starting with Steelers D. I got Steelers winning twenty-four to twenty. Because pick skin pick them makes you have a score for Monday night. Yeah, I got them winning twenty to sixteen. Ooh. All right, just I'll some... say I'll say Bengals twenty to seventeen. Okay. All right. All right. Um, that was our weekly picks. We got one more thing for you. I'm gonna turn on this grill real quick. Sizzling hot takes, brought to you by Dur Burgers. Now, Dad, it's Dur Burgers. I ask you. Are the burgers good? Uh, yeah. No! Oh! It's supposed to be dur. <laughs> oh, dur? Yeah, like I asked you, are the burgers good? You say dur. Dur. Alright, that's good enough. <laughs> Still not as bad as Craig's. Yeah, no, that was good. Um, so sizzling hot takes. No one's ever going to get it right. For week four, I'm going to say... Now this is pretty hot, and it might be might be a little too hot. But I already gave you what I thought was going to happen in that Redskins game, where Dwayne Haskins coming in. I'm going to say we're going to have a shootout between Danny Dimes and Dwayne Haskins after Dwayne Haskins comes in and replaces Case Keenum in the first quarter. That could be a hot take as it they is if having Dwayne Haskins be in the, the game. In the, in the first quarter? Yeah, Case Keenum. Why would he even start him if he's going to take him out after the first quarter? Because he's going to have like two two turnovers. After having like after having five against the Bears last week. That's the Bears, but he's playing the Giants. Exactly. So if he has two turnovers in the first quarter against the Giants, you know something's wrong. You know something's wrong. And the right answer is Dwayne Haskins. Get him in the game. Get him the ball. I want to see possibly a QB matchup for the future. Dwayne Haskins against Daniel Jones. NFC East rivalry. Give me it. Put it on the grill. That's the hot take. Is that Dwayne Haskins coming in? That's about a bogus pick as uh, thinking that Gordon is going to be better than Edelman. Oh, here we go. Okay, I thought you were going to give a, a stat projection or something. No. But yeah, no, that, that is a hot take. Um, and before you said that, I was going to do a hot take in the same game. Okay. It pretty much opposes your take because I believe Case Keenum's going to go off this Ooh. week. He's going to go off, and he's going to have over 300 yards and at least three touchdowns. And they're going to spank the Giants. Wow. 
See, I thought you were going the opposite way. I thought you were going to say Eli's going to come back in <laughs> for Daniel Jones. Yeah, no, like, no, no. Whoa, that's okay. Alright, let's hear it. Sizzling hot take from Glenn Senior. Oh, it's like the, who I think is going to like, who I think is going to go well. It's a hot take. It can be a fantasy take. It can be just an NFL take. You think somebody's going to beat somebody, you know, upset them or, you know, this and that. Yeah. It's a hot take. Bold prediction, if you will. Bold prediction. Probably won't happen, but might happen. Could be the Patriots losing the Bills. That'd be a hot take. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking Josh Allen is going to rise to the occasion, and Buffalo's going to be fired up. Wow. They're going to play error-free. They're going to play error-free football and shock the Pats. See, here's the thing that you just said that makes me believe it's not going to happen. You said error-free and Josh Allen in the same sentence. <laughs> well, no, that kid's tight, man. He's he's all right. He's not error-free. He's good, but there's a reason he's not great. <laughs> And that's because of the turnovers. They are in Buffalo. Well, like I said, he's he's young. He's learning. Watch what Washington's D does to, to uh, that kid from the Giants this week. That's a hot take, though. And that, that's something that I can see happen. You never know. All right. That was our sizzling hot takes. Brought to you by Dirt Burgers. Once again, Glenn Sr., are the burgers good? Durr. Durr. Nice. Um... That basically wraps it up. Uh, we want to thank my dad for being on the show this week. Thank you. Good to yeah, have you. It was you. an honor. We'll, uh, we'll have hey, you on. Matt, you know, you know, Matt, you know I was just messing with you because we're going to head-to-head. Head. You know I love you. <laughs> of course. We all love you. I love you, too. We're going to have a, <laughs> it's a bromance. Right. It sounds like you podcast. guys need some PBJ lube and, you know, yeah. an empty room or something. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> now, we'll save that. <laughs> Save that for the for the guy who's gonna be one and three this week. Ooh, what are you trying to say? You, you're gonna be one and three. <laughs> oh, there we go. Well, it might be me too if you beat me, right? Yeah. Well, I hope you're one and three. But... Or, or we'll all be two and two. Ooh. Or. What's everyone... a what's a better chance to happen? Me and Susan being one and three, or all three of us being two and two. I don't know. I think Craig Allen's going to have something for you this week. He ain't going to have nothing. D-nut? All right. <laughs> thanks again, Dad, for being on. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. I'll See talk you to later. you later. Love you. Good luck this weekend. Love you, too. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. All right. That about wraps it up for uh, week three. We're still on Twitter. We're still on Instagram. Um, send us your questions. We can answer them on the pod. We haven't uh, been together as a unit all regular season. I know. I mean, it's kind of sad because yeah. there's been one constant here, and that's been me. Well, yeah. Well, the thing was, I couldn't show my face until I got a win. Yeah. That's why I'm here today. I, I respect, think, I, I respect yeah. that. I hope you can. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Hopefully Mason's back next week, and uh, hopefully he's 2-2. Two and two. Yes. And hopefully we're all 2-2, two and two, besides you. Mm. And Panacho. Yeah. All right. That's it. Susan, get the fuck out of here.